Episode 65, where we ask the question, who would win a fight between Asian Phil and actual Phil? My name is Josh Canal. To my far left, Mr. Ross McQueen. Hello, Josh, and special thank you to Lauren for three hours of excellent music with exit music. Yes, it's fantastic. And for being a spunk. Well. You don't have to thank it. Thank her parents. Okay. You shut up. I haven't said your name yet. Oh, sorry. To my right, Mr. Brett Cropley. Good evening, viewers. And to my immediate left, it'll come as no surprise to anyone now, but she's wonderful, she's talented, she's sexy, it's Marie Cardi. A minute ago you told me to shut up. Less than a minute ago. <laughs> See, you toy with me. Hello. I, I do, I do. It's, with one hand it's come here and it's go away. I with know the other it hand, is, you tease. It's how I keep the ladies. Hello, men of the cutters. <laughs> uh, it's, surprisingly, it's been quite a big week in television. Mm-hmm. There's, there's still a lot going on, even though... Uh, shows are going off the air in Australia, in the UK, in in the US because of Christmas, and apparently no one watches television during Christmas. That's my understanding. That is my understanding. The advertisers Where did you get that information it? from? Well, because shows just get taken off air during Christmas. But then really interesting, weird ones get put on. You know what I really like? I really like the the strange 1970s claymation uh, stories Morph. about... No, no, kind of like Morph, but but about snowmen or what snowmen get up to. What channels are you watching, Josh? This is on Christmas Day. You'll see heaps uh, of this weird stuff. I was trying to think of, because, you know, there's always, they roll out the same lot of Christmas films. It's a Wonderful Life gets sort of like dusted off and stuff I've like that. I've never seen that. Neither have I, but I know exactly what happens. You just yeah. sort of pick it up. That's fantastic. But it's, it's not so much an Australian tradition. It's no. It's more US. But it gets shown here as well, doesn't it? Sometimes. It's on the ABC occasionally brush off the cobwebs and, sh- and show it. But uh, there were films that I, well, I was trying to think of more and I started thinking of ones that aren't Christmas films, but Curly Sue, I was convinced, <laughs> was a Christmas film. It's not, is it? It's really not. Well, Or it, any of those dog films with Tom, Tom Hanks. No. K-9 or this well, one. Well, K-9. Turner and Hooch. Turner <laughs> and Hooch seems like a Christmas film What you're getting confused with is that James Belushi was in Curly Sue and also in K-9. I know, but doesn't Curly Sue... It seems like a Christmas film. It really does. So does Uncle Buck. Yes. Seems like a Christmas film. Yes. Home Alone. Is a Christmas film. Yeah. See? Don't, but it's not about the spirit tri- of Christmas. It's just, no, set, it's just, during it's just Christmas. set during Christmas. And while we're on this topic, <laughs> and before I go through what we're going to have on the show, Channel 9 released their lineup for New Year's Eve earlier this week. Because they've because lost they, the fireworks. Yes. What do you well, mean they lost the fireworks? Channel 10 are doing the fireworks Careless? out of Sydney. Yeah. Oh, I see. Uh, and we can't have them here because of the drought or something. Yeah. I've been reading the Herald Sun all week, so you my, my facts might be a bit skewed up. <laughs> uh, the, uh, so at 8.30 on New Year's Eve, they are showing the most New Year's Eve film you could possibly imagine. Curly Sue? Spies Like Us. Hey, that's pretty good, actually. It's got no... What, why Who cares? It? That's good. I'd watch that on New Year's Eve. I mean, I'd prefer to watch Curly Sue, but <laughs> Spies Like Us would be good. I'd be, I'd be happy with a bit of crappy 80s American comedy. Go to your video store. Trading places. Go to your video store, hire Curly Sue, and you can have a double. Don't tell me what to do. You can <laughs> double. See, Trading places, and- Trading places is a Christmas film. Starts in Christmas. Does You do. know what else is a great Christmas film? Die Hard. Why aren't we seeing any of those films on? <laughs> huh? <laughs> huh? Mm. On Box Cutters, which is all about television, in case you've never tuned in before, we... Have 
a little talk about top 40. Ross, this is the top 40... Uh, I, won't, I, don't, okay. I don't want to ruin it. Okay, just top <laughs> so 40. Brett gets a bit annoyed when we give too much away about the segments You don't want to make we, Brett angry. We start. <laughs> I've seen him when he's angry. It's like the Hulk. <laughs> We've got uh, some quotes. I've, uh, I've got a quote. A fresh quote from last night's television, in fact. Wow. Uh, we're also going to talk about some stocking stuffers. Did I say that right? Yep. Okay. You sure did. Uh, and we're going to finish it all off with pork. We've got a whole barrel full of pork. To barrel of pork. Barrel of pork for the end of for the end of the show. But as always, we're gonna kick things off with the box cutters news. In you heard it here first on Box Cutters News, as announced two weeks ago on the show. Yes. Naomi Robson is going to be a contestant on Dancing with the Stars. It's really, it's the, it's the dignified next step for it her, is. isn't it? It is. Because things weren't going well. She was looking like a buffoon. So I say lycra sequins, <laughs> awkward stumbling around. Well, see, this is this is the opportunity for our next for our next step. Uh, what's it called when you look into the future? <laughs> My brain's just gone Psychic? blank. Psychic. Yeah, that uh, prediction. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> our next step prediction was that one of the dances she was going to do would involve a khaki costume. Oh. One of those, Possibly like, with turning it back on herself. Yeah. I'm making fun of myself, therefore. Yeah. That's not going to go well, I don't no. think. It's not going to go the way she intends. No, but I reckon it's going to happen. No, yeah, I, I, I'll wager against that, that there'll be one where she starts behind a desk and the desk disappears away and she's just dancing. Can't her partner act as the desk? <laughs> <laughs> sort of bent over in a backbend. Also, speaking of Dancing with the Stars, apparently Channel 7 is chasing Mark Latham pretty hard. He's not going to do it. They are throwing money at him. He's not going to do it. Really? I don't think he'll do it. I don't he's think he'll do it. Surely, surely he's, he's, he's shown his, his pet pedigree as a publicity-seeking whore. In, what in what, what do you mean a publicity-seeking whore? So Someone can, tried to take so a photo of him at Hungry and Jack's and he Kim Beasley again. And, you no. know, do all that. He's so bitter. No. I just wish he'd go away. He's, stop, he has gone stop away. Stop damaging the and left got, side of politics in this country. And he's got reason to be bitter, and the left side of politics is doing enough damage on its own. Thank you very much. Not anymore. <laughs> Tide. Tide's turned. Oh, Tide's turned. Sorry. Um, but I think he has been. He has gone away. He's been completely out of the, out of the spotlight, and probably quite happy about it after well, the big the court to, case. Yeah, since he got charged. But with... he didn't. That wasn't his. I mean, he didn't want to headbutt the photographer. <laughs> Just you know, he was annoyed. We've all done it. But I, I mean, those stories. It's sort of a bit misleading. I mean, it's obviously Dancing with the Stars trying to generate some more publicity because all the stories that have mentioned that have said he's given a definitive no, so we've offered him more money. Then he gave another definitive no. I mean, he's not mm. particularly budging. No. Now they're talking about. 300,000 was the last figure I had. It is a bit ridiculous that uh, he could, for making a fool of himself for maybe two or three weeks, could make what the average Australian earns over, say, five to ten years. Are you saying you don't think he'd go the distance? (laughs) Two Uh, or three weeks. I would be... Piffle. He's up against Naomi Robson. Come on. What chance does he have? Well, Ross, would you do Dancing with the Stars for $300,000? Well... (laughs) I would, even though I can't dance at all. And this is what I think Channel 7 should do. I think they should get a battler off the street, like a builder or something, 
give him $300,000 and put him in Dancing with the Stars. Oh, he'd win. Because he'd be the everyman. He'd be the... Yeah, yeah and yeah. everyone, everyone yeah. would vote for him. And, and I think that would lift their ratings. Yeah, because their ratings did fall in the last season. It, did. it didn't do as well as previously. Channel That's 7, take note. Why? Why Why did it not do as well? It's exactly the same yeah, maybe hoofing that's... that everyone seemed to lap up. Why does nobody eat the strawberry from a Neapolitan ice cream tub? Is it one of those existential one-hand clapping questions? <laughs> I think it I'm really is. I'm just going to be quiet for the rest of the show thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Brett Cropley. The uh, media watchdog in this country, the Australian Media and Communications Authority, or ACMA, has... Uh, been satisfied that James Packer's PBL decision to sell half the company to the equity group CVC Equity Partners does not breach foreign ownership laws. Oh, that's a sigh of relief. That's a Christmas present for you. Yeah. A little bit early. Yeah. Uh, I, now I can sleep at night. I was worried about that. Yeah. You, yeah. That's all right. Thanks. Do you know um, Crikey have put out a, a Glenn Milne t-shirt? Have you seen that? <laughs> no. That uh, for Christmas there's a Glenn Milne in the midst of throttling or leaning to throttle, and it just says, you're a disgrace underneath, which I'm sure he'll be thrilled. Oh, to throttle a... or, or his kind of drunken stance of pointing at Stephen Main, who was off the stage at that yeah, point? Yeah, either they've put them both in the same, because it's like a square box, or it's because there was someone on stage in between. But I'm sure they've put Stephen Main on it and him sort of lunging. It's great. It's good. That's a good stocking. That was actually yeah. That was actually one of the best bits of YouTube I've seen all year. Yeah, it's pretty good, isn't it? Actually, interestingly, about that snippet of uh, footage, Channel Seven are, are going on about being the the news breakers and and in amongst it all, and they they're actually using the footage from the Walkley Awards of that, which was SBS, and uh, oh. they didn't have any cameras there at all. Oh. That is. <laughs> Your news made everyone go, oh, oh. Right, you should be pleased with that news. Yeah. Uh, sad news, a little bit of uh, here's to absent friends. Uh, two people have died this week. One was well, cartoon... Well, c- certainly more than two. Well, two, pe- two people... Two tel- important people. Right, two television two people. people. Television, two interesting people. Television related that I'm aware of have died this week. Other people have died. I'm not aware of your deaths. I'm sorry. Uh, Joseph Barbera part of the Hanna-Barbera team, uh, which for me was, interestingly, up until yesterday, still alive news. Uh, I had no he idea. He would have been a good celebrity sweepstakes pick, yeah. Joseph Barbera. But just tragically struck down in the prime of his life at 95. At 95. Mm. <laughs> he exited and, uh, stage left. Uh, and Heavens Pete- to America, Troy. <laughs> <laughs> and Peter Boyle also uh, died this week. He was the father on Everybody Loves Raymond. And John Lennon was the best man in his wedding. I know. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah, I found that really interesting. I mean, obviously, I didn't like Everybody Loves Raymond. No. no, And and imagine being remembered for all time for that. Well, see, for me, he'll always be Young Frankenstein. So, yes. But there were a couple of really good interviews with him around the time that the show became really popular. And he was a really fascinating kind of ex-beatnik, was obviously really involved in that kind of art scene and hung out with John and Yoko. And at the same time, I found out that Jerry Seinfeld's mum in Seinfeld, she used to date James Dean. Mm. They had a hot affair that she ended up writing a book about. I love it. They all grow up to be these crotchety kind of parents, sitcom parents, but they're all kind of wild and crazy 60s swingers. And George Costanza's father's Ben Stiller's father in real life. Mm. Which yeah. which isn't which is just more kind of isn't that interesting rather Do you know than what that is? he that's used a, to be a 1960s swinger. And, and, that's an oh. oh. <laughs> and that guy from King of Queens. He's also Ben Stiller's dad. 
<laughs> You're right. Oh. You're right. Oh. Isn't he too young to be Ben Stiller's dad? And like, like no, the no, guy the with father, the, the, the flat father. top. No, no, the oh, guy the who plays father, the father. Of course. Oh. Also, yes. And Ben Stiller played the little girl in My Two Dads. No, that didn't work at all. <laughs> she did. Uh, hey, uh, speaking of crap talent shows, as I was a little while ago. Yes, you were. Channel 7 have announced that they have uh, the host for Australia's Got Talent, which is the latest It's Simon. me, isn't it? Am I allowed to say I'm not allowed to say that. I'm sorry, it's not you. Oh, God. It's Pipped former, at the post again. former uh, Sunrise weatherman. Grant Denya. Denya. I'm going to get you, Denya. <laughs> now, it's, I'd and love it if he was my rival. <laughs> my job rival. It was always between me and Grant Denya. Well, Denya. He, he was up for book club. I know he was. But you, you yeah, picked oh, him yeah, as a yeah. there. Absolutely. Cane him in book club. So now he's got the grammatically uh, problematic Australia's Got Talent. Because mm. it should just be Australia Has Talent. Oh. Really. Australia has got talent. Yeah, yeah it's you're awkward. Right. Yeah. I, I think it's because it comes from America. It's meant to be more rappy. Australia got talent. Like uh, kind of it was originally called Australia Got Game, but they, <laughs> no one understood what it was called. And yep. just to uh, just to ratchet up the credibility a little bit more, they've got Danny Minogue as a judge. But oh, she'll be a nice judge. Tupperware head Minogue. Mm. Who would know if she likes it? Her face is just so... <laughs> you don't want to put a lighter next to it. It starts melting <laughs> off like kind of Frankenstein. I don't... Why, why have her as a judge? She would just sit there with that permanently shocked expression. You won't know if she liked anything or not. She would just sit there looking startled the whole time. Hideous. I thought that was on this show. Rather than I thought it was good, I thought it was bad. All she'll say is, I thought it was on this show. <laughs> I thought it was on this show. Yeah. Because that's the, it's the only expression she can have is, I saw that. Yes. I saw that. It was on this show. You've done that. I, every single one of my lines is just, I need to explain it, don't yeah. I? That's, that's the sort of night I'm going to have. I don't think that's because we're slow. No, 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 no. I think it's because I'm not good. Yeah. It, yeah. Well, I didn't want to say that, but yes. Yeah, no, f- thanks. The that's best okay. jokes are the ones you have to explain. Now, ACMA have uh, obviously been uh, trying to prove that they're working for their money in the lead up to Christmas because uh, they're in the news again with... Uh, the admonishment of today tonight. What a lovely word. Uh, yeah, it is, isn't it? See how I didn't stumble over that? No, but didn't. I've been stumbling over everything. I know, but you'll get better. Oh, thanks. Today tonight we're admonished for knowingly reporting incorrect facts. <laughs> milking it about a Telstra staff conference on Lindemann Island. Uh, the, the show admonishment the, took place. The show <laughs> breached the commercial television industry code of practice three times in the space of a month over two separate Telstra stories. Um, obviously not a good month for Telstra on today tonight. Uh, this was back in 2005. This is how slowly the wheels of uh, broadcast justice roll in this country. Oh, also there's, on there's today's a tonight. series, The Wheels of Broadcast <laughs> Justice, with some hard-bitten kind of censor, hard-bitten... It would work, wouldn't it? Just pounding the corridors, Burton in occasion. Okay, I'm, I'm storyboarding. <laughs> I'm onto it, I'm onto it. Start working. Copyright, copyright. <laughs> also, uh, while we're on today tonight, Anna Karen has not been appointed to replace Naomi Rosson. Anna, I think you'll find Anna Corrin. Corrin? Uh, I know, you're thinking of the Dostoevsky novel. But <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's Corinna, different. Uh, to host today, tonight, uh, The Whisper Around the Traps, and uh, I'm not sure, I, I don't believe this has actually been confirmed. It's not Daniel, But The Whisper, it? no. <laughs> Thank God. It's a current affair host, Tracy Grimshaw. <gasps> Shock, horror. Mm. No that's, one cares. That's, that's all very yeah, no. Larry Sanders. Oh, I've been offered a thing at Channel 7, up my pay. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Are and you ju- saying that Grimshaw leaked it? Oh, maybe not Grimshaw herself. But Grimshaw of, could leak. Yeah, she probably could. You can quote me on that. <laughs> <laughs> and in Belgium... In Belgium, a state broadcaster, RTBF, was at the heart of a political storm last Thursday when they staged a hoax newscast announcing that the Dutch-speaking part of Belgium had unilaterally declared independence. (laughs) Now, this brought up a huge... So that would be the Flemish-speaking part? That's the Dutch-speaking part. The Dutch-speak Flemish, which is the language in Belgium. It's either Flemish or French. Oh, you were going so well with Admonish. You should have stuck with nit, nit, nitpick. You're going well. You're doing well, Josh. That's go on. Interestingly, Brussels in, is oh, in the heart God, of, of the Flemish-speaking part of the country. But they speak, but they speak French, French in Brussels. Yes. 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 Thank you and for that. And Barry Menlo didn't write, I write the songs, you know. <laughs> no. Live and learn. Uh, the, uh, so, so this is a huge issue in, uh, in Belgium where for the last 30, 40, 50 years – uh, they have been thinking about having independence from the rest of Belgium, and apparently it started people having unity marches out front of Parliament House, and uh, and it was all just kind of a War of the Worlds thing to what, bring the issue to everybody's attention. What sort of um, similar event do you think we could generate now on Triple R? On box cutters. I don't think the the Australian public cares about anything along those lines. I'm sure lines. we could come up with something. Maybe when we play the track, we'll, we'll oh, brainstorm. You, yeah. Uh, there's been a split with Eddie Maguire and Collingwood. Not enough. Not enough. No, not big enough. Yeah, I don't know. Eddie's pretty popular. With mm. whom? Collingwood supporters. <laughs> <laughs> I rest my case. Uh, news in brief. News in brief. I said that very loudly. News in brief. Uh, the uh, daybreak. The show that replaced Lost on ABC in the US has been pulled <gasps> from screens, axed. We reviewed it on Box Cutters a few weeks ago and decided, eh, I think that, that was our decision, eh. And uh, also, Show Me the Money, which has just been picked up by, is it Channel 9 yep. in Australia, has been axed in the US. <gasps> and in the US, it was hosted by... William Shatner. Mm, that's good news for the Australian version. Maybe Shatner can host it here. Maybe he does. No. He does love no. to work for whatever money possible. No Shatner. No Shatner here. <laughs> really? Have no. You, have, yes. Are you a fan of Boston Illegal? No. no. Have you seen it? Do you know? Yeah, I know it, but okay. I've seen his spoken weird spoken word pieces. They make me feel really uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, but that was like twenty years ago. But I and that was on that was when he was still taking himself seriously. Now he knows that everybody thinks he's a joke and he's playing along with it. Why, why can't David Hasselhoff do that? <laughs> <laughs> because David Hasselhoff doesn't know that everybody thinks he's a joke yet. I know. He needs to learn and stop wetting his pants. Marie, are, you a, are you a badge wearer? Occasionally. You, occasionally? Yes. I think are you going to give me some free stuff? I'm going to have to make up a, a couple of badges for you. If it says one, don't hassle the Hoff, I don't want it. One says, no Shatner here. Mm. And the other is, why can't Hasselhoff do that? <laughs> What would Hasselhoff do, I'd prefer? <laughs> oh. What would Denny do? <laughs> what would Denny do? Speaking of programming news from the US, uh, Heroes, a great new show that's just started this fall season over there, looks like it'll be going up against 24, so it'll be very interesting to see how that does. When it comes back in the new year. When it comes What's back. What's it about, Heroes? It's about a bunch of people who find out they have superpowers. And it sounds very dorky, but it's actually very good. Yeah, it's it's quite you know one of the big questions that doesn't get asked uh, is they all have this kind of genetic mutation that gives them superpowers, 
but that genetic mutation gets switched on at the same time in everybody, and we don't know why. And the big question is, really, didn't X-Men do this? Like, no, see, no, it's, it's a TV show. And actually, show. it works quite differently to X-Men. I mean, I, I thought that at the, at the time when we started discussing it, but uh, no, it works quite differently to X-Men, uh, but it doesn't have the same excellent theme song, so that's a bit of a problem. But and, they can call themselves heroes, and mm-hmm. poor old Chris Lilly, we can be heroes, 2S11. What's up with that? Yeah. That is a bit odd. I hey, thought what? Heroes would... Because uh, the American... When We Can Be Heroes, Chris Lilly's show went to the States, they changed the name. What did they call it again? You, you saw uh, this a few weeks ago. Yeah, I can't remember. It was uh, uh, Person of the Year or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Something um, crappy like that. Because they said it, would, it could be too confusing S11. Go mm. figure. It's like she had. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? <laughs> it was five quite. years ago. Are people still being confused? Yeah, get over it, America. Yeah, come on. Sheesh. Well, of course it is. The Republicans are still milking it for all its it's worth. It's a very political box cutter, isn't it? Well, you know, we do have a pinky combo on our our panel today. We've got some. uh, Oh my god, it's me. That was you. That was you, Hardy. It's like, where's the combo? Oh, oh, it's it's you. We've got some new figures on uh, Australians' tendency to download shows, uh, often illegally. Uh, the $3.5 billion three-to-air commercial television industry is being threatened by such people uh, with an online study showing 53% of respondents regularly download TV shows from the internet, most of them illegally. <clears throat> uh, 97% of the downloaders still use peer-to-peer file-sharing sites. People are tired of watching shows when it's convenient for the networks instead of when it suits them, uh, according to this uh, commentator. Yeah, uh, the research is shows. This, is this commentator of, just you? Right? No, <laughs> no, not this commentator, but this commentator, Adam Zacchetti, uh, who's a University of Sydney honours student, uh, who's conducted the research. The research shows nineteen percent of downloaders don't want to wait for local networks to screen their favourite programs. A further eighteen percent time shift. Uh, so that they can watch it according to their own. And time that's because the local networks dilly dally around with it, and they shove it yeah. in different time slots. This is yeah. only—I mean, the, the poor downloaders no... are at the end of their tether. Marie, exactly. if I've said it to you once, I've said it a thousand times. The audience will follow. The audience will follow. I'm going to come over there and stab <laughs> you, stab you with this pen. How to lose a friend in three easy words. And lastly, in the news. Channel 10 have the rights to the 2007 Rugby World Cup. They're going to show 20 pool matches as well as all of the finals. And uh, they're also going to show the games in high definition. So at last, we're going to have high definition on Australian television. We're going to go to a track. It's 25 minutes past the hour of 7 o'clock here on 3RRR. You're listening to The Box Cutters. And that was The Box Cutters News. That was Jane's Addiction with Superhero, as used on the opening credits of Entourage. An excellent film that, uh, if you don't have cable, you should check out on DVD. A film. It's a TV show, isn't it? It is. This is a show about television. It's box cutters. Special thanks to Mark on the blog for suggesting that one. You're listening to Box Cutters on 3RRR. G'day, you're listening to Ed Phillips here from Temptation across the Nine Network, and I am special guest of the Box Cutters. Love the guy's show. Love all three of you. God, you're funny. Never miss a show. And sometimes if I do, they make tapes of it on the internet and then send it to me. You're listening to Josh Canal, Marie Hardy, Brett Cropley, and now Ross McQueen. Are any of you guys fans of 20 to 1? No. No. 
No? Loved it when Bud Tingwell did it, uh, but he's a little bit too campy for me. <gasps> I, I don't think I've ever watched a... Uh, but you know what I prefer? He's gone on, Brett. Brett, he's gone on. Oh, I want to know what Brett prefers. Okay. I, uh, I uh, don't think I've ever think watched a, uh, a full episode of it. I find it, uh, it, it's kind of mindlessly inoffensive, but usually if I'm flipping around, I kind of maybe watch a bit to try and work out how they're going to you know, categorise things, like if they're doing Australian Aussie icons, how they're going to compare Vegemite to Paul Hogan to kangaroos as yeah. our best export. Uh but I never really, never when I've watched it, have I asked myself the question, what would happen if they dumbed this show right down, <laughs> <laughs> took all the intelligence out of it? Because uh, it doesn't really seem, uh, seem that intelligent in the first place. I think I know where you're going, Ross. Well, thankfully, Channel 7 have answered the question that I never asked. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they've come out with Top 40 Celebrity Countdown. This little perler is on 9.30 on Thursday nights, and it combines obsession with celebrity uh, with our love of pointless countdowns. Was that the one um, with Kate Fisher's boobs hosting the body That's one? That's the one. She, they really... They, I'm, yes. I'm surprised that they even put her head in shot. Was her head <laughs> and, in shot? And I'm <laughs> surprised you missed the memo. It's now Katie Fisher. Oh, I know. Well, look, she I'll can... call her what I like. Did I, miss, did I miss Katie Fisher's boobs on television? Oh, Hell yeah. yeah. You can, you In a variety them. of outfits. You can watch them on Thursday. Oh, it's fantastic. like a booby Barbie. Does she host all of them, does she? She does host oh, all of them. Oh, that's good that she's got a job on telly, isn't it? That's well, wonderful. Good she can, for Australia. She can change her name and she can do as many articles complaining that people in this country still think she's a gold-digging whore. But the fact <laughs> remains that... She's not really do- doing that much more than she was doing when she was a low-rent Sophie Lee hosting the Bugs Bunny show however yeah, long ago. And she was no Sophie Lee, but... See, every time I see Kate Fisher now, I think of her in the Legos commercial where she's really sexy. I think of her in the Celebrity Fat Club or whatever that... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, see, yeah, I like to go away and eat a pawpaw. I, I think of her in that uh, Chaser episode with the catwalk-off where they had to eat the cake without using their hands. Who would win in a fight between Kate Fisher and Annalise Brackensek, do you think? Kate Fisher, easily. Why? She's got fists on her. Annalise... But Annalise Brackensek would, would bite. She, she, she would bite, but she'd never get close enough. But she's got big chompers. Yeah, I know, but she'd no. never get close enough. Yeah. And, of course, uh, Katie Fisher's done some time out in Knox, so she knows how to control her turf. And anyway, she's anyway. campaigning for the Liberal I, Party. So, I you know. think Ross might have a point. Oh, sorry, Ross. Well, I was just going to say, this show, it's a little bit like a uh, trashy gossip mag come to life, but it doesn't have any of the spunk or the outrageous fun of something like New Weekly. Uh, it asks all the tough questions such as who's got the best celebrity body, who's the worst dressed and had the worst fashion faux pas, and this week we've got uh, hottest Hollywood hookups. Which sounds are these, fantastic. Are these just rehashed E? Because E, the the entertainment yeah, channel, yeah. just has the top fifty uh, Hollywood hookups. The top fifty yep. uh, worst. It must be. It, it must is. be packages. It yeah, it is. And none of, none of the celebrities that they talk to or any of the experts are actually Australian. So they've. It, it's just like so many nature documentaries where they've just wheeled Kate Fisher in. Got her to say a few pieces to camera. Got her to record. Are a you voiceover. saying that she didn't interview those celebrities herself? No, Ross. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm saying well, that she, she probably did about ten minutes worth of work, which was pretty much how Bud Tingwell used to do twenty to one because he wasn't doing the voiceovers over the clips. He was just doing the the uh, bumpers. Yeah, yep. and he shot pretty much all of his episodes in the same day. Mm. 
You can tell because he's got that same stain on his shirt in the exact same <laughs> spot from well, episode this, to episode. This uh, this show, it's just without with without the kind of the fun or the excitement of of a new weekly or something like that it's just kind of ends up being dumb and mean the first the first show what are you was talking about in, in w? <laughs> the first show was uh, Hol- uh hollywood's hottest bodies and it was just an hour and a half of showing a sexy picture of somebody and then interviewing people who would go oh she's hot did you get there oh, in he's the end hot. I didn't. I didn't watch. You didn't get the there. whole show. No, oh, I didn't. <laughs> didn't watch. Well, it was quick. It better be good titillation for teenage boys. I mean, show them a bit of jiggling. Why it's, not? The, Summer. Uh, Merry Christmas. For, Here's some boobies. It works for the wedge. The uh, the next then. episode was um yeah it was fashion faux pas and and it was wannabe Joan. What Rivers. was number one? I I don't actually no. know. What I'm not sure anybody cared. I, I got there before number one again. <laughs> See the the great thing about it when when they have it on E is that uh, you'll just oh it's ads let's see who they're bitching about now and then oh uh, the ads would have finished on the show that we were watching let's go back yeah uh, the idea of actually having a full show of it mm. that you're expecting people to sit down and watch is it rating I don't it's think not it's, rating season so they're not releasing figures terribly well. Katie Fisher, she'd bring an audience with her, wouldn't she? That's that's what I would have thought. She's a draw card. She she would have had all those. I saw one. She would have had all those uh, star dancers fans that Rooting followed her. For her. Yeah. Yes. Well, star dancers or was she a dancer? Because no, she was no, in. She was a singer. It takes two. She oh, was in it sorry. Takes two. Star singers. Yep. They'd mm. root for her too. Yeah, they would. Yeah, I think she'd be better off hosting Bugs Bunny. At least then the clips in between her bits would be worth watching. Mm. Oh, that's sad. Poor Katie Fisher. Yeah, my bleeding heart. <laughs> it's 25 to 8. This is box cutters. Late night television last night on Channel 10. That's a horrible intro. <laughs> That's a very horrible intro. It's, you know what? Don't it's... just try and breeze in like you didn't just try and mess with people's minds. And that was like that monkey's film head. <laughs> it was horrible. I'm completely traumatised. I'm never doing la 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 la. <laughs> Mask kill. It was horrid. Anyway, go on, Channel 10. Channel 10, last night, late night viewing a show called Cyber Shack. Sweet. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which uh, which brings together the uh, the the. Is this a bit like tech TV? A, a little bit. My idea when I saw Cyber Shack in the in the guide, I thought it was going to bring together computers and shanty towns <laughs> at long last. But no, uh, it's it's just about kind of t- tech TV ish stuff. Uh, it's a whole lot of ads. But one of the reporters said, "What is a monster truck? It's a truck that is so big." It befits the term monster. <laughs> they use the word befits. They use the word befits, but at the same time, really promoting ignorance through repetition. What are you saying? <laughs> I'm saying don't use a definition in a definition. <laughs> Cybershack was not made for pedants like you, no, obviously. No, I, I really don't think so. So it's basically for teen boy gamers, really? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. then they went on to talk about a game that was all about monster trucks. Then Katie Fisher came out and jiggled a little bit <laughs> and everyone went to bed. Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that's Cybershack. You can probably catch it next Monday night, Channel 10, after you should have gone to bed. Is that news? Um, hot dogs up late, smoke pot. Spend money show still on? Uh, yep. Yeah. That's his quiz oh, Channel 10 quiz Simon Deering going to have a holiday? Well, he's got hot rods with him. 
Who's Hot Rods? The, He's hot the gay, from gay the, hairdresser from this year. Yeah. He's his co-host. Oh. And there's some woman now, too. Yeah. Rob. Yeah. Rob, the hairdresser from this year. I was obsessed with that show, and I was just like, who? Hairdresser? It's terrible. They're so disposable, aren't they? They really are. I'm sorry, they? Rob. I loved you once. <laughs> That's Sugar Water by Chibamato, which they played live at the Bronze on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Was Angel there? I don't know if Angel was there. I can't remember Spike? exactly. I don't, I, I don't Spike know. You know there. what? We were all so drunk at the Bronze, I can't remember, Brett. Oh, me and Xander, we really tied it on that night. Oh, God, yeah, this is, that's really nerdy for you guys talking about like that. <laughs> <laughs> Go back to the la-la-la one. You know that made me feel much better than that dork conversation. I was never even a regular viewer of Buffy until February this year. Now you're like, hooked. Like, well, that makes the conversation yeah. okay. Good defence, Brett. Yeah. <laughs> you're listening to Box Cutters on 3 R. If you want to get in touch with us, you can always email us, hooray at boxcutters.net. Or if you want to keep up with us during the week, just check out the blog at boxcutters.net. Or give us a call on 93881027, but not while we're speaking. That's hooray with a double O too, isn't it? Yeah, You've yeah. got to be careful that people don't uh, want to do H-U, H-U. They don't do H-U-R-R-A-H. Maybe know. we should do all variations on hooray. They all come through to me. Right. They could. They could. He's like God, isn't he? They all come through to me, my child. Like, I'll catch them all. Don't like, worry your pretty little head. Like God or a power maniac. Oh, I thought you said power maniac. Like dog food. He does love know. that. Doesn't he? Yeah. He, okay, I'm not going to say He's got called some you tins. the Hulk and dog food eater this show. It's not going very well. He's got some tins un- under the desk. It's quite to eight. Man, there's some really bad radio shows on, but... You know, they're really, really bad when they have to be a podcast that, like, absolutely no, not even the shittiest community radio station in the world and play them, and they have to do a podcast. Helen? Oh, hi, I'm John Safran, and you're listening to Box Cutters. It's a podcast where all the winners are. <laughs> that, that joke doesn't work so well on the radio. Not so much now. Who's laughing not a podcast. now, Safran? Yeah. <laughs> S- suck it. <laughs> Say it like you mean it. Suck it. <laughs> Ross McQueen, tell us about some stocking stuffers. Well, I've been checking out DVDs. DVDs are always good at this time of the year when you've uh, maybe running a bit late with buying your presents for people. So I've, I've, I've got a few in mind that people might want to get for their near and dear loved ones. Uh, Carnivale, the show that we've talked about quite a lot on Box Cutters. The show that never ended. The show that never ended. Fantastic show. It is down to $30 for season one, which is... Cha-ching! That, that's I'm a, off to the shop. That's a fantastic bargain. Uh, Carnivale first series is 600 minutes long, which breaks down to about a dollar for 20 minutes. Oh, you didn't budget. So it's or, a, you didn't. So it's a 10 episodes. It's five cents a minute. $2.50 per episode. I like to look at it as it's only five cents. Only <laughs> five cents a, a minute. Conversation, really? Yeah, but you want more? You want more? Well, I, I no want... more maths, more bargains. But you can leave the maths at the door. Well, if you want more, go to JB, where it's only twenty-five dollars. <gasps> and you'll be pleased to hear I didn't do the maths on that, but I'm pretty sure that twenty-five dollars no, is no, better no. than thirty dollars. Oh yeah, okay, I can figure that one out. Yes. <laughs> at the uh, at the other end of the spectrum. I'm dropping stuff. I'm so excited. <laughs> At the other end of the spectrum is Charmed, the ultimate Charmed collection. Uh, Which is all the episodes in one box? Naked. It is a... It is a <laughs> that's why it's ultimate. That's all I've wanted. 
It is a replica of the Book of Shadows, which evidently has uh, has something to do with Charmed. Uh, th- this thing's roughly the size of a small table. It's enormous. Uh, it, and it has one of my favourite special features that I've ever seen on a DVD. Contains seasons one to seven with room for the final season. Oh, it's got room in the box. It's got room in the oh, box. Oh, I thought you meant room on the DVD so you can no, burn no, no. it when it's oh, okay. <laughs> No, room, that's, room to... That's uh, so, the, so when they release season so they eight, release it's going it. to be in the same format. Well, Supposedly, no, one would guess. Not really. They're, I think they're just hoping that you, uh, that you buy more. Right. When it comes out. So that's that's a great deal. Uh, if you're interested in Buffy and Angel, which I know uh, Someone those in across this room the desk. Oh, I've, I've already got the full seven seasons of Buffy. Have you got any Angel, though? I've got uh, first two seasons. Oh, God. Stop. Stop. Also, Actually, it's my girlfriend that's the big fan. Also, Xena yeah, right. See how Sopranos. he tries to make up a girlfriend <laughs> when you start calling him nerdy? Also, Xena, Sopranos, Family Guy and Babylon 5 all getting released with bonus bags. Huh? What do you mean? What sort of bag are you going to need? Well, Sophia from the Golden Girls. No, I'm nuts. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> with all of them, you get like a, a nifty backpack with the name of the show on the back, except for Sopranos where you get a, a, a bowling a bowling style bag. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's to good. To put a head in. Perfect for all your severed like, head needs. Yeah. Leatherette? Uh, well, faux leather, I'm sure. I think so, that's what leatherette, uh, that's what leatherette is. is. Is it? Terry Tailing. Or, or pleather. Sometimes we like to call it. So that's uh, that's another good one. But the ultimate, this one's so good in the catalogue I'm looking at, it doesn't actually have a price on it. This is the ultimate Sex and the City gift pack. It includes all six series of Sex and the City. And a vibrator. It has a it special has a satin Sex and the City eye mask. Oh. A special Sex and the City salon style nail file. A special Sex and the City oh. hairbrush, a special Sex and the City overnight bag, and some Dermalogica, Dermalogica products. This is the Royal Melbourne show for grown-ups. <laughs> yeah, it is. It that really is, is absolutely the crappiest lot of accessories. Well, I like it that it's, it's, it's perfect <laughs> for that friend. A nail file. Well, it's Are perfect they for that some... friend of yours that loves Sex and the City so much they want the whole series. Who? But Who doesn't do love know? it enough that they bought any of it yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but but also doesn't really understand enough to buy their own products and take care of themselves yeah. as well. It's mm. it's two gifts in one. That's it what is. I like about it that. Is. So, uh, if they threw in some plastic mesh dog tags, that'd be a, a definitely buy. Or that inflatable um, baseball bat that everyone was hitting <laughs> each over the heads, oh, yeah. on the heads with it. Or fake show. blood, fake blood. Yeah, I always wanted was... the fake blood from the show bags. Yeah, yeah. or just the, the Google goggles that you wore on your... What are they called? Little antenna kind of yeah. headband. But Alice they had the little. They had. They were covered in sparkles a, that would always rub off and end up all over your yeah, face. Yeah, just alien antennae. I think they were called. There was a name. Really? Yes. Google goggles wasn't it? Google but goggles you knew exactly what I but meant. I, I love the idea of Google goggles. <laughs> you may it's have it. Pork. Hey, um, when I cast my pod, it's with the box cutters in mind. Box cutters. Pod. Cast. Done. Pork is on the table. At last, now we can be relaxed with the show. <laughs> <laughs> now, did anyone catch yesterday's age, the opinion section in yesterday's age? The opinion section. Don Watson wrote oh, a piece yes. about Donald McDonald, apparently uh, the outgoing chairman of the ABC, Donald McDonald, gave a speech on November 2nd in which he claims the Keating government was planning to dismantle, his word, 
the ABC. The Keating government was planning to dismantle the ABC. According to... According to the speech, the information only came out in Watson's book, Recollections of a Bleeding Heart, which was... Bleeding Hearts, the Paul Keating biography. Yes. I thought it was Recollections of a Bleeding Heart. Don't fight, you two. It's Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Still, still, it's fighting. Does it matter? As I say, either way. Right. No, I'm saying, does it matter, Brett? So now oh, they're fighting over it. See, this is really the same awkward. Thing they're fighting over it. This is how it starts. Uh, anyway, in in the article, Watson all but calls uh, Donald McDonald a liar. He kind of tongue in cheek says, "Oh, I'm sure he made some kind of mistake somehow. Maybe when he said dismantle, he meant improve." Uh, because of course. This plan to dismantle doesn't actually appear anywhere in Don Watson's book. He does talk about plans that they had for the ABC, but... Uh, which ne- was to take it online and, and take it in all these really interesting and new to, directions, which would have more, actually massively expanded the ABC. To do more production and go into film production and yeah. uh, and stuff like that, like yeah. Channel 4 was doing in, in the UK, uh, which, again, doesn't sound like dismantle. Uh, Perhaps I, he meant remantle. Maybe. Remantle. That's the opposite of dismantle. Nice. Mm. I I thought mantle was the opposite of dismantle. You see, that's where you're wrong. Right. Assemble. It's not just there. (laughs) He's wrong in other bits as well. That's not that's where you're wrong. That's one bit where you're wrong. That's the nicest way I'm wrong. Anyone else have any questions? Listeners listeners, uh, to the uh, show previous to us coming on air uh, will have known of my... Trials and tribulations looking for the ultimate in DVD hard drive recorder. Yes. I think I've found one. Really? It's got a digital tuner. Consumer consumer advice. People don't go out and buy DVD recorders slash hard drive recorders with analog tuner cards. You're only going to have to chuck them out. Uh, How many times do you have to tell the people, Brett? Well, you, you I think this is the first time I've told the people they, on the air. They won't have to chuck them out, but they will need a digital set-top box. Well, they will. What is it? 20, uh, 2010? They're yeah, turning off the, the, the analog The set-top boxes will still work. But they're an extra 400 bucks. Why bother? That's true, but... But Unless you get it. them from the supermarket, the MTV ones from the supermarket, <laughs> which are only about $90, but I don't trust them. There's, there's all these people panicking out there that, that their set-top box won't be good enough. Your set-top box, provided it's, a, provided it's a digital set-top box, will be good enough. It will still receive the signal and plug into your analog TV. But still, you can't, you can't set your video program. You can't set the timer on your video. It's Y2K all over again, To go it? with the, uh, the, the digital tuner because it doesn't just pass through all the channels in digital you've got to change the channel on the set top box and so you've got to set the timer on the set top box and coordinate that with the timer on the video and then you can't watch anything else in digital it all kind of sucks so the answer is get your digital tuner in your recorder mm-hmm. and uh they are out there and uh so i'm so gonna get one gonna, just after christmas which one are you gonna get um I, i'm pretty sure it's the panasonic yeah panasonic um it's got uh, 360 gig hard drive and burns DVDs and plays DivX and it's got a digital tuner. When you get it, will you take a photo of it, put it up on the blog yeah. so that everybody knows what Al- it Along is. with your address. <laughs> so, finally, finally we can go, okay, we know he's got one, he's going to shut up about it now. I don't think that's... Can, it's like having a new child. He's going to come in and tell you all the stages. Oh, <laughs> Guess what it did today? Yeah. Like what Guess we've what had I from, played on it? Like what we've had from Ross all year. 
I think you've been very restrained, Thank Ross. you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Speaking facetious oh. intentionally. Oh, speaking sorry. of restrained, for you call those... It being facetious, I just call it lying. <laughs> For those who have enjoyed this, who aren't regular listeners to the podcast, don't forget we've got our special end-of-year Christmas show coming up. It will go on the blog sometime, hopefully on... On the weekend. On the weekend at some stage, and we may or may not have Marika as a special guest. Yes. Yes, depending on whether depending or not on whether she I'm can turn up. Depending on being flogged by the age or not. Yes. Mm. Uh, speaking of which, you have been writing for the age, which yes, is, I is have. fantastic. You're, you're now a regular on The Green Guide. Yes. And... Uh, People are writing in to talk about how much they bloody love your show. Yes. When I say your show, I mean your bit in the column. Yeah. In the, your column, your, your whole, story. We were Adrian last page. man standing. Nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, people are really, for the most part, really nice. I kept waiting for the inevitable, she's a moron. They're, they're in there every now and then, but you know. And I've been noticing how, how much your writing in the column has gone from being, oh, I'm writing for the Green Guard, I don't know how the audience will take it, to I'm just going to do the same as what I do in my blog, kind of. <laughs> it's not... LOL111. No, but they, they don't let me capitalise. You're not allowed... Danny Katz has cornered the market on random shouting at the really? age. I'm not allowed to do I tried to get it in. I did a piece for the A2 a few months ago as well, and they... No, no capitals. So many reasons <laughs> to be... Danny Katz. <laughs> so many reasons to be angry at Katz. And that's just I another love one. Danny Katz. That's just another one. No, I love him. If only he didn't steal all the capitals of the age, <laughs> the bastard. But they, they're pretty good. I mean, they kind of let me write about whatever I want. And so I did, um, I'm doing Oprah this week. Oh, fantastic. You're going to be on Oprah. <laughs> are, you having trouble, are you having trouble finding topics to fill? The- Not really. Um, it's just usually I sort of get the green guide every week and go what looks kind of randomly funny or mm-hmm. what. And if I'm stuck, they, you know, they give me ideas as well. Okay. They've got suggestions, but they never, they're never prescriptive. And uh, just, just a uh, progress report, having, having take on your column, uh, what, three months ago now? Yeah, I think so. Have you actually watched any TV yet? Yes, I have. I have been watching lots of television. It's supposed to be a secret. Um, Yeah, no, I've got I've got the Foxtel on now, and so I've got kind of you know that I was able to do strange love, the flavor flavor thing. Well, I had it before, but then it just sort of petered out, and I couldn't be asked. And I thought, since I'm a television columnist now, which is very important, I should start watching TV. And so, yes, I have been watching more, but I mean, it felt really weird watching Oprah. Just watching television during the day, even though I'm mm. at home all day, I find it really obscene it watching like television the during the day. Yeah. yeah. Without a bong. <laughs> just felt strange. That's in the column. You're going to see that. I was testing out my material. It went well. <laughs> I've only got a random amount of you, stuff. You're going to get a lot less laughs from your column this week. All oh, I'm going to get three less. Oh, no, all, yeah. All listeners on Triple R Damn, are going to go, pretend oh, like you yeah. didn't hear that. that was heard the, that joke. Yeah, it's the best one in the column too. It's all downhill from there. If you're quick enough, you can write in a letter saying, I love that bit about the bong in Marie's column and it might get in. Hey, and this week's oh, that, that would be weird. Just yeah. time shifting weirdness. Yeah, that would be strange. And you're going to have a picture of a blog. Yeah, sometimes have a picture of a bomb. You sometimes, have some, you sometimes have some pictures. With I your don't column. get to choose those pictures. You don't get to they, oh. they pick them and they pick the headline. They they do oh. they oh, really? the sub editors. Yeah, they right. do they do that. But I was very Mannix has scored a couple of times. I've been really happy. Yeah, it was because I'd like to see. A bong and Oprah in a spot the difference kind of scenario. Do you think she looks like a bong? I think if you put a, a tube in her and, and had to put a thumb on her back, it was hideous watching watching her all week. Hideous. Mm. 
It's just gone so downhill. Oh, of course, it's Christmas time. So did she have the big Christmas giveaway show no, where all no, the women in the audience were going no, spastic? No, no, she didn't do that. But every show, I watched it for a week, every show is about her and her life now. There's, it's yeah. really mm. – there's no, there was behind the scenes of the Oprah Winfrey show. was yeah. one of the shows. Her friend. Oh, really? Her friend. What's her friend's Larry name? Sanders. Lauren or something? Ga- Gail. When, when Gail went on a holiday and that was apparently a whole show. Oh, My amazing. friend Gail goes on holiday. She's lost the plot, I think. She, Not you guys, though. No. Not Box Cutters. Did you see what I just yeah. brought her back there? That, I brought her nice. back. Hey, next week on Box Cutters, I'm going to talk about uh, this thing that's happening in the US tomorrow. Oral arguments are starting in court. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> uh, in court in the United States between the Federal Communications Commission and uh, all of their free-to-air networks. Well, not all of their free-to-air networks, but Fox, ABC, NBC, and CBS. Wheels uh, of Broadcast Justice! I know, this is, it's, it's going to be very exciting. So, uh, so I'm uh, doing some stuff on the FCC and uh, why they're wrong. So oh. that'll be in next week's Box Cutters. But the music's playing. That brings us to the end of Box Cutters episode... 65. Don't forget about the special episode that will be up on the blog on the weekend at some stage. Is that going to be a numbered episode? Is uh, next week going to be episode 67? Yeah, well, it'll 66? have to be. It, maybe this will be 65A. I haven't worked out yet. <laughs> haven't, haven't worked it out. I want to say thanks very much to Marie Cardi. Thanks for, for having being me, boys. A fantastic guest host. Superb oh, once you. again. Oh, yes. you all. You're, you really you. are. You're, you're wonderful. <laughs> Until next week or the weekend, A. My name is Josh Canal. Ross McQueen. Oh, Marie Cardi. Oh, I always forget that bit. I never think that I'm in that bit. I'm Marie Cardi. I'm Marie Cardi. I continue to be Brett Cropley. Thanks for listening to Box Cutters. Catch us again next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. And hey, let's be careful out there.